0: Everybody, you're listening to Battle Red Radio tonight. I'm joined by the Ringa Ding Ding to my Ringa Ling Ling, my good friend Taylor. How are you doing tonight, man?
1: I'm doing a Linga Ding Ding. Right? Is that is that how it goes? Sounds good. That- That's my
0: favorite Christmas song. You hear that? Oh. Ringa Ding a Ding 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 a Ling Ling. I
1: didn't know that that was a Christmas song. I yeah. just thought that. Was- I just thought that was on the radio at one point by one of those you know old classic singers, but that's not the Christmas song I was thinking. I was thinking of more like mariah Carey
0: it's too It's too sexual for Christmas.
1: <laughs> I don't want a lot for Christmas, that's too sexual
0: yeah, but all I want for Christmas is you
1: what that's that could mean anything that could mean all, like a
0: <laughs> all I want for Christmas is for you to spread me open that's Mariah Carey. <laughs>
1: Is that the uncut version? I was never allowed to listen to That's that. That's the one
0: she sang to canon for seven years.
1: Oh, God. Yeah. Does he play that song for all of his baby mamas? I guess <laughs> so. He has
0: like 17 kids.
1: Yeah, I know. It's actually a real thing. And it's a real <laughs> concern too.
0: Yeah, I, could, I, I bet there's people out there who are addicted to that. Like, getting somebody pregnant, going with them throughout the entirety of the pregnancy, having the baby and be like, I'll see you later. I'm going to do this all over again.
1: You're describing a Law & Order SVU episode with Dean Kane, and I wish I was making this up, but this is true. This is exactly what the episode was about, that he was obsessed with spreading his seed. But you know what, Matt? In the end, he couldn't go to jail because it's not illegal.
0: It's not illegal. You just, as long as you pay your child support, that's Ooh. the only thing that's legal. Good for him. <laughs> yeah. Hey, dude's got to stay rocking. You know, it's hard in these trying times to stay rocking.
1: Yeah, I don't know if that's called rocking or not.
0: Yeah, I think the, the, manif- the manifestation of doing the exact thing that you want to do, that's rocking.
1: Uh, is, that, is that what it's called? So No, that's not, that can't be what it's called. Is if I'm able to do what I want to do and that's just you know read comic books all day, then I'm not going to be able to be a member of society where people would then think I am worthless. So I'm not sure if the math holds up here.
0: I guess if you found some way to make money reading comic books, which is what Mark Twain said, find a thing that you want to do and find a way to make wages off of it, then that'd be rocking.
1: I got it. I'll open up a Taylor's Reading Power Hour where I will read the story out loud and I will have finger puppets.
0: Sounds good. I'm sure you can do the at your library, but I think that's a volunteer-only thing. And I think you have one of those charges, though, also where they won't let you do that.
1: It's only 10 feet. It's fine.
0: (laughs) Okay, I know it's six feet because of COVID, but I want to be extra safe, so make sure to stay 10 feet from me. Not because of anything else, but just because of COVID.
1: It's all it is. Everyone wear a mask. Let me see the eyes.
0: Yes. Let me see the fear in your eyes. I'm trying to harvest (laughs) adrenochrome right now. You know
1: what? I have missed this. I know. I love it. Has this been in my life.
0: I miss this too. It's been two weeks. I, you were sick two weeks ago. Last week I had a, I went on a little trip up in the hill country and it didn't work out to do it on Wednesday. And it's just hard also to watch the Texans all 22 and then watch the seven condensed games through the podcast. But you know, we're still doing it. We're still having fun doing it. And yeah, I missed you the last two weeks. And so I'm excited to preview week 15 because we got four weeks left.
1: I can't believe that it's only four weeks. It just seems like that the NFL season blows by sometimes.
0: I'm it feels forever. It's been really? insane. Yeah. No, it's been insane. I mean,
1: still, I just I don't know what it is, and I think it's like we've talked about it because I don't watch any other sport these days because everything has just killed my hope. I, I just love having something to look forward to on Sunday. Without this, Matt, I don't have anything. I have nothing.
0: Yeah, you should try be a Houston Texans fan because, like, I dread Sundays.
1: <laughs> you talk about y'all are actually doing well right now. Y'all are winning some games. You're doing something.
0: They beat the Jaguars, who are the worst coach team in the NFL week one. They beat the Titans backups because they had five turnovers they forced. That's it. That's what they're at right now. But it's not. But like, it's been fun. Like, still riding. It's been fun talking to everybody about the team. Um, the jokes have been fun. It's been fun hanging out. But the team itself has just been like, I can't believe I'm gonna do this for four hours again this Sunday. But this is probably the last game. There's so like, I guess I'm excited for the rest of the season because we this weekend's the Super Bowl between the Texans and Jaguars. Then we get Justin Herbert going to Houston. Then we get Jimmy Garoppolo, Sex Kid in playing the Texans, and he may end up being traded to the Texans the following year. And then we're going to the Texans-Titans game week 18 together.
1: So, can I just say this, though, about the Houston Texans, where everybody understands how bad they are. However, don't you seem like that they actually are trying to go out there and win the game?
0: Yeah, they're trying to win. Their problem is that that they're not trying
1: No, no, no. I'm I'm not even trying to make a joke because to my point, wouldn't that also kinda of speak well to the coach? Wouldn't that also kinda of speak well to where that organization's gonna be heading to at least have guys that truly have no hope to at least go out there and try their ass off.
0: Yeah, and then you watch him kick a field goal on the third on the three yard line and you're like, Yeah, I'm glad David Coley's here. Like I'm glad David Coley got his severance package and everything else, but you know, they play hard for them and all that. But yeah, it's not they're they're losing because they are lazy or something. They're just a badly coached team with not a lot of talent and they make a lot of dumb decisions, you know?
1: You not know, I money. Mean, it's not badly coached yet. I'm going to wait till they actually have people where they're like...
0: I've watched the sideline behind view of every Texans game this year. Their, their playbook is one of the worst things I've ever seen. Offensively, especially.
1: Is it like one of the Madden playbooks? Which it's worse.
0: Like, I've like, watched them like I wish they just downloaded a Madden playbook.
1: Uh, you know what? I feel like that's what Kellen Moore has, so I don't want to really hear the complaints at this point. At least once again with the Houston Texans, you know what you're going to get though, and now it's kind of seeing which type of seed you're going to get when it comes to the draft. Where not that something to look forward to? Is there a college guy that Houston people are looking out for these days?
0: Well, so there's there's two guys. And it's that Thibodeau guy from Oregon. And the Lions are a half game up on Houston right now. And there's Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan, who's the edge rusher, who's like T.J. Watt, you know. But the only thing I like about Hutchinson, have you seen this in the NFL? All these guys are doing the one eye black. They're not doing two eyes. They're doing one eye black. It's the Illuminati thing. They're doing the Illuminati.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Are you saying you don't want him? Because he's putting eye makeup on the wrong eye? Or no, on just... one eye. So, because he's putting eye makeup on one eye, that means that we are not allowed to draft him.
0: Yeah, because he's a demon. What are you talking about? It's, it's demonic.
1: What do you mean it's demonic? That's Look, not the.
0: Google, Google Illuminati one eye open pictures, one eye really? covered. You need to
1: stop looking up any type of symbol that resembles anything. You're going to drive yourself crazy where you're just going to look at a ceiling that's white and say, look at the bump. That's a sign. No, that's it's not. Si- no, it's oh.
0: not. You're being trivial right now. Um, what? But no, jo- joking, no jokes aside, or, you know, I'm being serious right now. There is a legitimate on my son's sheets we bought for his bassinet. There is one with the swirl in the center of it, and the other one was a pentagram. And you're like, well, come on. Come Listen,
1: on. That's just a regular child's uh, star, okay? It's the star where it just has the lines. Kids drew it back in the day all the time. Was it wasn't a pentagram.
0: It, no, the, that other one was, yeah, but it's a pentagram. They did it like the, the check mark. You have to start the check mark.
1: I don't understand why you just can't enjoy things. And instead, everything has to have a deeper meaning. You're not', I mean, that's not what it
0: stop
1: is Stop falling down the rabbit hole. come out of it.
0: The problem is that last weekend I watched Eyes Wide Shut again, and I watched a bunch of videos of it, and I found this like frame by frame analysis of eyes wide shut that I've been slowly reading, and I've just lost my mind like it's been it's been tough Because i got I hopped back in and I've been reading all this stuff and about and it's all because of eyes wide shut, and I think it's my fa- it's my favorite Christmas movie. This is my five favorite movies, and every that's time not, it just makes me so upset.
1: That's not a thing, man. That's not a thing. Okay. You it's a to, Christmas movie. That's not Have a you Christmas. seen it yet? It doesn't matter if I've seen you it or gotta not. You got to watch
0: it. Just watch it and then talk to me.
1: I don't want to talk to you. It's not a <laughs> Christmas movie. That's what I need you to say right now.
0: My uh, my little brother. We're going to talk about football here in a second. But my little brother, I, I, Stephen, I had him watch it. And this is what he had to say about the movie. Are you ready?
1: I'm ready. I I actually
0: went down. So I said, all right, it's Kubrick's last movie. You got to watch it. I watch it every Christmas time, lose my mind every time. That's what I told him. And he said, starting it now at 930. Then he said, I've noticed myself starting to use just beasting it in conversation. It's messed up, man. The amount of nudity so far makes this a triple SSS plus cinematic experience. And then three hours later, hell of a movie. (laughs)
1: I don't value his opinion. What the hell is the matter with you? <laughs> you Weasleys drive me crazy. Yeah, it was my
0: favorite. I like. I woke because I go to bed at you know ten o'clock or whatever. I woke up next morning and was like, damn, this rocks.
1: It doesn't rock at all, and it's not a Christmas movie. You, you need watch to watch it. it. Watch it. I'm not watching it. Watch I'm
0: busy. It. It's a Christmas busy. movie. I'm watching,
1: Hawkeye. I'm watching Hawkeye. A nice little Christmas TV show for the family. You know, the family. Okay. Something you should be doing. Your movies are
0: for the family. Well, we're, we're enjoying while we can. The baby goes to sleep. Eyes wide shuts on the TV, you know.
1: What the hell is the matter with... What, what is going on? Watch something productive and happy.
0: I don't know. I want to watch The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, though. I haven't seen that movie in like eight years. I feel like it's, it's good. good. Is it good?
1: It, it is good. You still can't watch something happy, though, can you?
0: No, I won't watch cold stuff, though. Like what was cold, the last snowy. Ha- I watched Just Friends.
1: Who made you wait, did you really watch that? Yeah, we really or watched it. I th- love that.
0: I haven't watched that movie in like ten years. I love it.
1: I mean you haven't watched it ten years? That's a Christmas movie you have to watch every single year. You're not watching that, then you're the one with the problem. I've You'd wa- rather watch Eyes Aud- <laughs> Shut than Just Friends. It's a Christmas movie? Yeah. What is your deal?
0: Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Just uh, Friends is a lot of fun though. The world used to be so such only- a funnier place.
1: No, that's true. Nowadays, if you notice, there's no real comedies that come out unless it's silly kid humor.
0: Nothing's funny anymore.
1: You're not allowed to be funny. Because yeah, now I mean, you have to watch what you say, which means it can't be funny.
0: Yeah, you, the whole point is having to be able to expand consciousness in whichever avenue you want to go along, you know?
1: Exactly. And nowadays, because you cannot, you have to be able to experiment in other ways.
0: What's the last funny, thing, last funny movie you watched?
1: Last Man. Um, see, everything that I'm thinking of is just, oh, just okay. Like, I would think maybe the Andy Samberg movie on the Hulu, if you're going to count that, but that's like more of like a rom-com type thing. That's probably the last funny movie, though, that I actually sat and enjoyed. Otherwise, everything else was disappointing.
0: Mine's The Way Back of Ben Affleck.
1: Okay, Matt, that's that not... Movie's a-
0: hilarious. <laughs>
1: I'm not going to talk to you anymore. I don't want to talk to you anymore.
0: That's yeah, such a funny movie. That, that's his, a, I know.
1: A football coach. This is like the opposite of Coach Carter. This is about a homeless man being the worst.
0: That The scene where he just walks in someone else's house and takes a piss is one of the funniest things ever.
1: I don't know. And he's just know.
0: drunk, crashing his car, and then he walks in inside someone else's house and pees in it.
1: Once again, another depressing movie. It's hilarious. What? What his, is yourself?
0: his son? His son is he has a dead son in it. It's hilarious.
1: Yeah, haha. <laughs> so funny. I love it. What the hell? Why can't you just watch a Christmas Carol if you want to watch something maybe semi creepy?
0: No, watch eyes. Watch, I'm just telling you, just watch it. Let me know what you think, and you'll love it. It's an incredible movie.
1: I'm gonna watch Disney's A Christmas Carol.
0: All right, fun. Yeah, you know, we have this problem where. You just don't watch stuff that I tell you to watch. And then I don't watch stuff you tell me to watch, you know?
1: I know. That's why it's completely an equal friendship that we have here. Because unless you watch something that I say, I'm not going to watch something that you I watch some things
0: get. that you say sometimes.
1: What have you watched that I've recommended?
0: I'm just, I'm trying to think. Think. I watched some of that, that Netflix show with the monster. The what Church ones? Guy. I watched two episodes of that, but I didn't like it very much.
1: I didn't I didn't say that you need to watch that. You're going to love this. That's not what I recommend. You said that in
0: the group text.
1: By the way, why don't you watch Squid Games? You'll like that. I don't know. That's <laughs> not the show. You want to know why you won't watch it? It's because it's too popular. We've had this conversation.
0: Maybe I'll watch it in five years.
1: You won't watch anything. All
0: right. So the playoff picture right now in the AFC, the Patriots have the bye. They're playing the... Colts this weekend on Saturday night, we would we have the Titans-Bills round one. What a great game. It sucks Derek Henry wouldn't be there for it, though. Or he could be. To so this weekend, he wouldn't have it. He may be there for that Texans game, Week 18.
1: Well, but Matt, the Titans are going to be terrible unless they actually have him back. So in this case, when it comes to playing against Buffalo, who's also doing really horribly, I don't know what's going on with the AFC at this point. I don't know who the best team is, but the fact that the New England Patriots are is just, it's
0: bothering. It has to stop. Yeah, it has to
1: it, stop. It's the worst thing I've ever seen, where it's a disappointment that you would have to watch the the most boring, most unfun, just stop it team. It's, it's something that I just hate on my screen, where I truly have to turn the channel. I don't care how great the defense is. I don't want to watch it.
0: Yeah, I mean... I see what you're saying. They're like, they're just really well coached and they did the best job of creating an easy offense for their quarterback and they run the ball well and they have a good run blocking offensive line and they have a great defense and, you know, blah, 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 you know.
1: I just think that the moment that you score a certain amount of points against them, Mac Jones is not going to be able to know what to do because he can't throw the ball down the field.
0: Yeah, well, we'll talk more about them here on tonight's preview. Uh, The other game would be Chiefs. Colts, which would be a very good game. A clash Chiefs of styles.
1: It's not going to be a very good game at all. Yeah, I'd, would.
0: Actually,
1: I'd probably pick the Colts. Really? Yeah, I hate the Chiefs. The Chiefs are awful.
0: I think wait, how you feel about the Chiefs is how, how I feel about the Colts.
1: Yeah, probably. But the fact is, you're just, you just can't give the Colts any type of credit whatsoever. Because, you know, they did something.
0: And then the other game we would have would be Ravens-Chargers. But the Ravens are playing the Packers this weekend, so they should fold 8-6. and six. And the Browns are playing the Raiders this weekend, but Case Keenum tested positive for COVID, and Baker Mayfield supposedly is going to be out too. So they may be on their third-string quarterback, but Chubb is in. And so Chubb may be able to carry the Browns to a win single-handedly uh, to get them a first-place lead in the AFC North. So that's, that's how the AFC is shaping up. It's also insane, too. There's 13 teams... They're either 7-6 and six or 6-7 six and seven at the moment. 13.
1: That's what I mean. It's I don't know who the best team in the NFL is at this point. The NFC, you could probably make the case, uh, uh, Green Bay or the Bucks, but that's probably the two most dominant out of the entire NFL that I've seen. Otherwise, it's New England. It's, everyone else has been so inconsistent with how they've been playing throughout the season. I'm just not confident in any team that I've been watching because you don't know what you're going to get. This is a Dr. Jackal and Mr. Hyde situation.
0: Yeah, it's like a... What's that that professor's name in the first Harry Potter with the Voldemort in the back of his head?
1: Uh, Professor Quill?
0: Yeah, it's like a Professor Quill.
1: Professor Quirrell.
0: Professor Quirrell, Voldemort sort of thing here.
1: Yeah. Wait, I think I got that right.
0: Well, who cares?
1: It's one of them. I care more than anything. I'm watching the Hogwarts battles between the houses, baby.
0: Yeah. So in the NFC, the Packers would have the bye right now. They're playing the Ravens this weekend a game. They should win. It would be Bucks Washington round one, a rematch, a rematch of last year's game. I think Heineke's gonna be out this week though, so it should be Kyle Allen against the Eagles, which opens the door for the Vikings at six and seven. Are playing the Bears. The Eagles at six and seven. Who's playing Washington? The Falcons at six and seven playing San Francisco, and uh, yeah, I mean it's not over for for those two teams there. Like Minnesota or Philadelphia could bump into the playoffs now with Washington having Kyle Allen against the Eagles this weekend.
1: So what does Philadelphia do? I mean, now that you have mentioned now you kind of see what he's able to do as well. What, what play you both? Do? Play both. I don't. I just don't like that at all whatsoever. I don't know what... Vinci's
0: good. Like, we knew... Like, I
1: didn't know why they traded for him. It was setting up Hurts for failure, but yet he's actually turned into something that is decent and that you should give another year to.
0: He was decent and, in Jacksonville, too. Like, this isn't surprising with them. They just were... They they went, They won their first game. They went 1-4. and four. He was hurt. They benched him, and they lost games on purpose throughout the year.
1: But my point is, why would Philly do that when you have Jalen Hurts? Well, you want to have a good
0: backup, you know, anyways. That's not
1: a backup situation, though, to what your stats are even saying. No,
0: it was. I mean, I think also it's like Minshew. So Minshew next year is his fourth year. So you could also take Minshew and flip him to somebody else for, you know, a third or fourth round pick, even, too, you know?
1: I don't even, but that's the issue now that you're going to be running into. Matt, who's better? Who would you rather have?
0: Uh, Hurts. It depends on how good my offensive line is, though. Yeah. Because, like, like Hurts is great if he can hold on to the ball for seven seconds.
1: That's true, because then he'll be able to do something special with it, either bomb it down the field or at least make a play with his legs. I just, I don't know. I, I would much rather have Minshew as the starter.
0: That's just good.
1: And that's why I would rather have them. And that's why I don't like what Philly did because they're going to put themselves in a pickle and one of them will end up biting them in the ass. If they decide to trade one, regardless of what the pick is that quarterback will come back to bite them.
0: Interesting. Uh, so we have Tampa, this is a two seed against San Francisco or t- Tampa, Washington, my mistake, Arizona, the three seed against San Francisco, the six seed. And then we would have Dallas, Los Angeles as a four or five matchup. Like, I would like round one if we get Washington out of here and we get, like, I would like Tampa, Minnesota. I think that would be fun because uh, Kirk Cousins is uh, the sixth best six best quarterback in the NFL this year. I think Game also six, like, I the sixth best quarterback in the NFL this year. That's a hard thing to say. And so I'm hoping for that. Like, I just don't want to watch this crappy Washington team in the playoffs. They blew it.
1: They they did, and that's why it would have disappointed me more than anything if Dallas lost to them because it's truly coming down to they, they don't deserve this. They should have been much better. The team that I was watching, or at least the defense, against my crappy offense showed up and at least were making plays, but that's what I was expecting them to do all season, and instead they were letting Heineke try to win them every single game. Last week was different. It was the reverse I just and look, they actually had a better shot at winning. It just it was disappointing with Washington from the start. I thought they would easily be the best team in the division, and that completely blew up in my face.
0: You picked the Giants.
1: Well, I know, but I still thought that the Washington would be a wild card in it, yeah. and then it would be going because the defense I thought would be top five.
0: Me too. I thought it was a top five defense. I liked the Fitzpatrick signing. He got hurt. He's out for the entire of the year. Heineke's been more than good enough for yes. them with the defense they should have had. And it's also funny too right now because like you watch Washington and they ditched all their cover four, cover seven crap. And now they're just playing man coverage and they're rushing four and they're playing with like a robber. And they're they're playing a lot of rat, cover one rat. And it's worked out so much better, you know. And that game was funny against Dallas just because it was like Dallas had the turnover luck in the first half and then that switched in the second half. And then they had a chance, you know, to to kind of go along with it. And like Heineken made two good throws that whole game. And that was nearly enough. And it was like more of the level of the defense you'd expect them to play, even without their top two edge rushers, with Sweat having COVID and then uh, Allen being out for the rest of the year, or Chase Young being out for the rest of the year.
1: Yeah, no, and I think did McClory even catch a pass?
0: He no, he almost died trying to catch one though.
1: Yeah, Cam Sims
0: was the one who caught the great pass. though. I love Cam Sims.
1: And that's what, and they also yeah, they were also missing Logan Thomas. So in the and end, he's out
0: for the year too. The Terminator.
1: It's weird that the offense was still asked to do everything when they seem to have lost and been banged up all season. The defense, even with losing a chase, they just still should have been better.
0: Of course. Everything
1: should have been better.
0: I think they try to be too smart with their scheme going into it.
1: Instead of simplifying it? And do you think maybe that's kind of on the coach with Ron Rivera?
0: Well, uh, Del Rio's the DC. So, yeah, it's a combination of the two. I think also, like, Last year they watched Los Angeles, and they're like too high is the way to go. We gotta be a too high defense, and they had Landon Collins and Cameron Curl back there, and then neither one of them knew what position to play at all anymore because they put them both out position where the spots they were at, and their outside cornerbacks weren't like really like just vertical coverage cornerbacks. They're more kind of press man corners, and they had problems passing you know routes the whole like middle half of the year. There's just tons of open receivers because of miscommunication. And I don't think they knew how to teach that scheme all that well either. And, yeah, they simplified it. They've been blitzing a little bit more, playing a lot more cover one, and I think it's been very helpful for them.
1: I don't even know what they're going to be doing next year, though, with Heineke. And I'm really hoping he gets to just stay and at least be able to get another year. It's the same thing with the Jalen Hurts thing. I just feel like that this guy hasn't deserved to be able to lose his spot. For sure. but there's But there's going to be a good chance that he is, especially because... I mean, Washington should have a good draft position if they keep losing here.
0: Yeah, I mean, it should be like a top 15 pick. Yeah, Ooh, they, could, they could draft Matt Coral.
1: <sighs> oh, Can you yeah. imagine that? Ooh, Coral Reeve, here I, we come.
0: I'm excited to watch all these quarterbacks in like three months and be like, they all suck.
1: <laughs> it's what always happens. And then it's one of them that turns out to be decent enough to where you're like, okay, even though – Nobody can blame Trevor Lawrence this year. No. Buddy.
0: You can blame Trey Lance. You can blame Zach Wilson a little bit. (laughs) Trey Lance is my least favorite player this year.
1: Okay, you need to stop with this. I'll never stop.
0: I'll never stop.
1: You need to stop. stop. But I agree with the Wilson. The kid's got a cannon, but I don't know what he's doing when it comes to reading anything. Yeah. I just...
0: He's made like seven incredible throws, though.
1: And Mac Jones, it's like, oh yeah, look, he's the best quarterback at He throws three yard passes. I don't want to watch this.
0: Yeah, I hate the efficientification of football.
1: It's true, and everybody all of a sudden is now talking about him like he's the best thing on planet yeah, Earth. They're calling, versus... him, they're
0: calling him baby goat.
1: Yeah, it, exactly. It's Which is why they should lose.
0: Yeah. So last week for our picks, I went three and two. You went three and two. Overall, I'm thirty-seven, twenty-nine. You're thirty-five and thirty-one. I have a two-game lead as we as we in, enter the last turn of the two thousand twenty-one NFL season. So for tonight's games, we're going to discuss Houston, Jacksonville, the Jaguars, fresh off of firing Urban Meyer, are three-point favorites. Dallas, New York Giants, the Giants at home are ten half-point underdogs. We have New England-Indianapolis on Saturday Night Football live from Indianapolis. It's Saturday Night Football. Uh, The Colts are two and a half point favorites. And then we have Seattle against Los Angeles Rams. The Rams are four and a half point favorites. So let's get cooking here with Texans-Jaguars in a game I like to call the Super Bowl. Woo! Super Bowl! Super Bowl! So it says Super Bowl, it's Super Bowl, you know?
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, come on. Be better than that. You know what it's called? The Poolander Weed Eater Bowl. That's what this is, baby. No, because that's
0: just copying something else. I love the Super Bowl, though. Because no, just like you're drunk. You're like in a haze. You're confused. It's also stupid at the same time. This is my personal Super Bowl this year. I can't wait for it. It's everything I've been building up to with all the work I've done this season.
1: Yeah, but aren't you kind of a little worried that I understand what you're saying, that this is kind of your, oh, who's going to be the worst? But the problem now that you have, they got rid of the problem in Jacksonville.
0: Good. So isn't, it evens it up a little bit.
1: So isn't this now where Jacksonville is going to turn on to the team that they always were going to be, and they destroy their next opponent? Isn't that always how it works when these type of things happen with firing the coach?
0: The only the one that comes to mind is whenever Miami fired Joe Philbin and Dan Campbell was the head coach, and they won two games by like a combination of ninety-seven points.
1: Well, Gruden was fired this year, and then oh, they, right.
0: yeah, that's another one yeah. too.
1: So it's easily that type of trend. Bill where Abra- it's Bill, from-
0: oh, Bill O'Brien was fired, and they beat the Jaguars but, next week.
1: Yes. This is it, man. That's what I mean. That's th- where it should have at least been worried for you because Urban should have been fired at the end of the season for you then to get your little Super Bowl. Well, no,
0: it's my thing about it, though. It's like even if Houston wins, that's a good thing. I just want the game to be dumb and stupid. And I think, regardless, I mean, like if Urban was there, it would have opened the door for it to be even dumber and stupider than we could have ever imagine. But, you know, it's the doors like instead of all the way open. It's like seven-eighths open now. You know, like a slight gust of wind kind of came along.
1: I just don't understand why you're not more positive about your future quarterback in Davis Mills.
0: Oh, Isn't have, it... have you bit the apple too? Have you bit the evil apple?
1: I have not bit the evil apple. Of course not. He I'm sucks.
0: Just... He sucks. <laughs> God, there's all this talk this past week because he's the second best quarterback statistically of all rookies. It's like my favorite thing to say nowadays is, you know you can watch football, right? Like you could sit there and watch it. That's a thing you can do. Like it's it's like it's very easy to do. You can sit there and watch it.
1: Matt, he's awful. Really... He sucks. I'm upset about this right now. I'm, I I'm, mean ups- I'm upset about be- it
0: because I'm very afraid. I'm gonna have to watch twelve Davis Mills games next year.
1: Why are you upset about that? Isn't he the future? <laughs> <laughs> You're
0: lucky we're not doing this in person.
1: Oh, my God. I want to reach across this desk and I'm going to beat the crap out of you.
0: Yeah, we would have done the Homer Simpson, Bart Simpson thing, you know.
1: Uh, the difference is, is that I'm much quicker than Bart.
0: Yeah, that's true. So what's your favorite moment from the Urban Meyer era?
1: Okay, so I didn't even know this until today. Did he kick a guy?
0: He kicked the kicker.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He kicked a guy when he was on the ground?
0: Yeah, he kicked the kicker.
1: Okay, and that's the thing about that everybody should understand when it comes to this firing. It's beyond just, oh, you were losing the games. He somehow was thinking that it would be okay to kick a grown-ass person while they were down on the ground. And is he, I don't know where it's like with him on the field. Is he that type of tough guy when he was with college?
0: I have no idea. I don't know. He just
1: personified the tough guy where as any guy, I'm small and I'm not afraid of him. Like I can whoop his ass.
0: I don't know. So this is a, so this is a good list of them. So he hired Chris Doyle, who turned out he was like a racist strength and conditioning coach. Said that he wasn't, and then they ended up firing him a couple of days after that. Uh, he went to Columbus and was rubbing a woman's butt crack at a bar in Columbus to go watch Ohio State on a, after a Thursday night game against Cincinnati that they lost. He stayed in Columbus and was at the bar and was massaging a woman's butt crack.
1: Matt, 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 finish that before you go on. The team
0: flew back on- without him.
1: They flew back, and he stayed there to go rub the butt at the bar in Ohio. He stayed there as the head coach while the losing team flew back. That's what he did.
0: Uh, he signed Tim Deep T-Bone. He berated his staff, called him, all losers, said his staff at Bowling Green was better than they were. He kicked the kicker. Uh, he had that weird handshake against Mike Vrabel where he like just looked like a jilted lover. He, like He looked like somebody's father – who is whose daughter is getting married and absolutely hated the guy that she was marrying. Um he had that press conference where he talked about the safety getting more snaps and he played zero snaps that week. And uh yeah, it was uh it was really funny. And then also he didn't play James Robinson at all. They trade a pick for an undrafted tight end on his team and uh and really like the whole thing was, was insane. And it was fun to see from over here, but I'm sure for Jacksonville fans, where you have last year, where you had one great year in 2017. The whole team has fallen apart since then. All those great players from 17 are no longer there anymore. You bomb out, you got Lawrence, you thought, this is the light at the end of the tunnel. And then you had this year with Urban Meyer. But at least they're free. They're pretty much Andy Dufresne right now.
1: So my question to you, though, is, and this is kind of a big thing. My, I,
0: my personal favorite moment, though, of course, is in the butt crack in Columbus, Ohio.
1: That's a shocker. Just like go, my,
0: go home with your team.
1: You have millions
0: about, of dollars just fly back if, if this means that, that much that. to you.
1: He sent the team back. That's <laughs> the best thing I've ever heard is the fact. It's not always like, why well, it's crack. It's truly, all right, guys, get out. I'm going to be right back. Like, what are you doing? What are you, staying? That is great. So, but my real question to you, Matt, and I don't watch as much as you do here, but has Urban Meyer always been like this? I don't know. And if,
0: I have no and idea. And if so, him.
1: why the hell was everybody talking about him being the hottest commodity as the newest head coach? If he's like this, this would have never, ever worked.
0: I mean, I don't know. I don't watch college football, but there's always that stuff, though, that he would eventually, like, run, wear people out. and He would get worn out. and He would quit and have to go someplace else, and he'd find success again. And I mean, I also think, too, like, coaching college is a lot different than coaching their pros, too, where you can't just, like, be at a big school and pay players whenever other schools don't pay players. And now that players are getting paid, that kind of changes that as well, too. Um, As I kind of alluded to earlier – the Texans are kind of so bad this year that it's kind of made me forget how much I like football. Having a lot, like watching the All-22 and being like, the only good thing here is that Tyus Howard can pass that well. But the rest of it's awful. The run, they have the worst, they have one of the worst run offenses of all time. The offensive line's bad. The wide receivers can't break man coverage. The offensive coordinator can't scheme open open throws against a coverage at all. Once the defense makes an adjustment after the first quarter, he has no idea what to do. And like David Coley said, they get out adjusted at times and it takes them too long to make a correction. They go from playing cover three to cover two, like happening in Seattle. Um, they have one, they have like two good players in their whole front or three good players in the whole front seven, but maybe only one of them is going to be there again next year. The whole secondary is going to be turned over next year. There, There's just nothing good here. And they, And the only good thing about next year is they have draft picks and The contract restructures were stupid and everything else. But all that doesn't matter for this weekend because this weekend's the Super Bowl.
1: Except I don't think it is, my man. And that's where I'm going to have to apologize. I agree with everything you said. I agree that the chaos would have been much better if I had Urban Meyer on the sideline where we still could have been making all these jokes where hopefully he would have stayed in Houston and he would have met himself a nice little lady at the bar where he can wipe some well, they're crack. Well, play,
0: they're playing in Jacksonville, so maybe he would have been at the pool afterwards.
1: Matt, knowing what he was doing, he would have flown to Houston just to wipe some crack and say, what are you doing, Herman? What? <laughs> the team's at home. That's what this guy was able to do. My overall point to you is, Matt, they're going to destroy the Texans.
0: I also, yeah, this, I, I'm not disagreeing. With that The other thing I want to add, too, the Jacksonville Jaguars are so bad this year. They lost by three scores to the Houston Texans.
1: Yeah, and because they, they didn't
0: know how to pass, rub routes against man coverage.
1: By the way, do you know this stat? I don't know, off the top of your head. I don't want to. Maybe I should look this. Who has scored more points in the entire year? Like, who's averaging more points, Jacksonville or Houston? Per game. Per game.
0: I would say. I would look. say Jacksonville, but let me find out.
1: Jacksonville has been blown out, where they have scored nothing as well. So that's why I'm genuinely curious on who's the higher scorer and what type of game am I supposed to be expecting here? Twenty-one I, to twenty.
0: I felt so bad watching Trevor Lawrence in that game last week because it was like their offensive line couldn't pick up any stunts at all, and nobody was open, and just constantly he's just staying in the pocket, just nothing there at all whatsoever available to him, um, and just being just like fed to the wolves over and over again.
1: Man. You talked about running the ball the week before with Urban Meyer saying, we need to give James Robinson more touches, and they gave him six touches.
0: Yeah, they had eight carries for eight yards. Okay, are you ready for this? Yeah. This is going to blow your mind. Okay. So the the bottom five teams in points scored, you ready? Yes. The Chicago Bears, 231. The New York Jets, 226. The Detroit Lions, 213. Easy. The last two teams are Jacksonville and Houston. Yeah. Who do you think's worse?
1: I think the Jacksonville Jaguars are worse.
0: The Jaguars have scored 180. The Texans have scored 177.
1: Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> this is gotta be so close. Cool. No, see the problem is Urban should have been here. I agree with every point you made, even because of that. But Urban's no longer here.
0: I think it makes it maybe a more competitive game. 'Cause like if Urban was here, I would have picked Houston. But without Urban here, like having to change things up a little bit. Um, I'm gonna go Jacksonville now, but I think it may make it like a instead of like Houston winning by ten, I think Jackson wins by like seven. So maybe it makes it a little bit closer. So the Jaguars are three point favorites. I'm gonna go Jacksonville twenty four, Houston seventeen.
1: Okay, see, mine's much closer than that. See, I have Jacksonville, 26. I have Houston, 22.
0: You have 26-22. Hell oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun score, too. I like a good wonky score like that.
1: Well, it's two wonky-ass teams. That's why if anything's going to happen, it's going to be something like that.
0: Gosh, it's going to be unreal. So the next thing we have here is Dallas, New York Giants. The Giants are 10.5-point underdogs. Um so, Daniel Jones bruised his, sp- his spine since last time we talked when they beat the Philadelphia Eagles a few weeks back. He's probably out for the year. We have Mike Glennon starting at quarterback. There was some, like, chatter probably, like, six years ago on Twitter that Mike Glennon's going to be a really good starting quarterback one day. And uh, Justin Herbert is what all these nerds thought, is is what they wanted Mike Glennon to be. And watching Mike Glennon against the Chargers is very sad a week ago. And, like, watching the Giants, too, there's nothing they do well at all. Like, can you name a bright spot for the New York Giants this season?
1: No, and that's why I told you uh, when it came to me picking the Giants for the season, I truly did to win the division, but I also said the caveat was if they don't make the playoffs with everything they have given this team, they're going to have to just put some TNT in and blow it all up. And that's what they're going to have to do. Matt, there's not one thing that if you're on the New York Giants that you have to keep. There's just there's nothing here. And that's where I understand where you're coming from as the Texas fan. But the Giants seem like they're now a year behind the Houston Texans.
0: Well, the, te- just- but the Texans are like a year behind the Jets and the Jaguars, though.
1: Like yeah, the, the Giants
0: went all in for this season, and it, they yes. failed. Um, but the they- Texans also, like, stagnated their rebuild another year, which is dumb, like, just as dumb in a different set of ways, you know. But, yeah, I mean, I think everybody's gone this year for the New York Giants, I think the only thing I would say about them is like, good, it's, like, Brad Berry and Adore Jackson are good outside cornerbacks. Xavier McKinney and Jabril Peppers is a good safety combination. Their linebacker play's been bad this year because they were dumb, and gave Blake Martinez a huge, huge contract, and he was, he's been out since week three. But Leonard Williams is great. Uh, Tomlinson's, Tomlinson's really good. All has been one of the best rookie defenders this year. There's a lot on this defense still. I just can't get over, like, how bad their offensive line's been again this year how bad Saquon Barkley is where he can't break any tackles and he just runs in a straight line. Like you're you're trying to run the football on Madden All-Pro or Madden All-Madden like 2005 or something where you can't break any tackles at all. Um, And then everything happened with Daniel Jones too. But I think of all the teams though, this is my Deshaun Watson trade spot. You can get picks five and six in this year's draft. You can maybe get a first-round pick next year. That's it. I wouldn't even need anything else at all.
1: But Matt, I just don't think that New York's going to do it. And yeah. it's because Why? it's like – because they're going to blow it up. They're yeah, going to just they, draft but
0: have, they haven't had a good quarterback since Eli Manning. And give us Daniel Jones too. Fine. We'll take Daniel Jones also. They haven't had a good well, quarterback yeah. since Eli Manning. They've gone, through two, they've gone through three different head coaches. They went all in for this team. They spent a bunch of money. They're still bad. They haven't been good in like eight years. You know, or I guess like six years, you know, since their Super Bowl run. Um, and the owner is like really cranky too all the time. Like it's, he wants them to be good and they haven't been good. And so I think this is a team that's like, yeah, let's do it. Let's make a deal with the devil. Let's bring Watson here. And I think Watson for sure, accept a trade to a big market like the giants too.
1: Uh, Hey man, I don't want uh, Deshaun Watson in the division. I just don't think that it's going to do well for him. So I think that he should stay out of the New York giants. Just not going to look good for him. He needs to just stay really far away from the NFC stay in the AFC, do whatever you want. But I, don't, I just don't see Giants trading. I just feel like they're just going to be safe for the next two years, and then they're going to go all in for something. I just yeah. don't think they'll be doing anything like that type of move right away because, again, we're talking about they're going to be having to start over.
0: I, I mean, the, I guess so.
1: And you even I also kind
0: of think, too, like a better coaching staff. And like Jason sure. Garrett botched this entire offense, you know. Um, like let's say they draft Evan Neal, and they 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 set up their tackle combinations. They yes. get Nick Gates back, even though he may not play football again. They find another guard to replace uh, their left guard. You know, Hernandez hasn't been very good at all. And then it's like, it's just they have talent there, though. I just think they were so poorly coached with Garrett. And Joe Judge is a cop, you know, and he's, he's out of his mind. But their run defense has been bad, too. And like, get a, get a linebacker or two, set up the tackle position, and then see what you can find at quarterback. Get Teddy Bridgewater there in New York. And then maybe you can win eight games next year if you don't trade for Watson.
1: Hey, man! always remember that the Giants had a shot at Micah Parsons.
0: Yeah, a lot of teams did.
1: Oh, but don't worry. The best who did they draft player. instead?
0: Oh, they drafted old. No, I don't know
1: who they drafted instead. Oh
0: no, they didn't have a chance last year because they won.
1: No, they did have a chance. They did. Don't even say this. I know they did. Don't even say this. you are wrong on this. You better look this up before you say anything. I don't I know who they go-
0: drafted. No, they, tra- they no no no. They traded down. They traded down with Chicago. Yeah. So Chicago drafted Justin Fields.
1: Yeah. That's what happened. So they still could have had a shot at Micah.
0: I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I guess so.
1: Micah.
0: I'd still trade down. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't understand how good Micah Parsons was until last week. Watching him against Washington where he like covered the entire middle of the field. He was a great pass rusher over the center, a great pass rusher over the tackle, a great blitzer, great in stunts, a great tackler. He dropped two interceptions, I think he had like four quarterback hits. He had at least two sacks. Um, he had forced the fumble as well too on that on that strip sack. I mean, yeah, he's like he's he's like he's from Mars, you know. It's like I'm watching football on a different planet.
1: Man, I said this even before we went on our little break here, our little hiatus. I
0: know I didn't click for me. I was wrong. I was like, I yeah, I guess so.
1: It's a player, or he should be in consideration for it. He is easily. Man, he's half the freaking team. And I think what's blowing my mind more than anything is the fact of if he's not making a play, I'm kind of screwed. Because like what I told you when it came to Diggs, he's pretty much Marcus Peters where it's going to be bang or nothing. He's going to be giving up the big play and you just have to accept it. Which, by the way, I completely do. I really don't mind it. I just wish that I had more type of protection to be able to back that up. But it's Micah or Bust. And that's what's really scary and what nobody kind of expected is that the defense last year was so freaking bad. And yet, in one season, he is now the defense's top seven at the very least. Yeah. And I just, I've never been more surprised and more pleasantly happy when it came to a player because without him, we're a 500 team.
0: Yeah, and I think also too. I mean, one one the things that I always like about Dallas is that they're just like all about adding talent, you know. But like they don't care how ta- how they get the talent or where it comes from. But they're all about adding you know talent. Like they did this. I know they added Parsons, but they also drafted that a Zali guy, or whatever. He's been a good interior pass rusher for them. Um, they added you know, Malik Hooker, he's been good. Ryan Neal, Jaron Curse. They made they made the decision to cut. You know, Jalen Thomas, middle of the year, to open up Parsons Morris, will too. And like they don't really think about, well, we have too many guys at this spot at all. They just are consistently in the market of adding talent. And they also kind of do so in strange ways. Like you think about how they draft Leil Collins um, after he fell in the draft because of you know, his own legal issues going on at the time. And Randy Gregory sticking around with him as he had his legal stuff and his suspensions. That they still managed to keep them around there, and not even like being all that worried about like a possible suspension, and they've just done a good job like ignoring ignoring this like part that a lot of people really care about, which I think is important to a certain extent, but really like it's all about having good players and maximizing talent, winning football games.
1: What did you just say on that last part there?
0: Having good talent.
1: No, no. You maximizing
0: having... maximizing well, good talent. How do you, you maximize
1: talent? How do you do that? What do you mean? You got to have proper coaching to be able to yeah, get the I, best. Yeah, but
0: I just, I mean, that just, not, even I'm thinking about coaching, though. I just mean, like, just acquiring as much talent as possible every single offseason.
1: I get you. But, Matt, as a Dallas Cowboy fan, that's always what it's been is that all of a sudden you look at the team and they have some of the most talented players. Even last year, they had some of the most talented players according to whatever stats. But the problem is, it always ends up in some type of failure. And even now, I have such a problem with the Dallas Cowboys. And the defense was never supposed to be bailing the offense out where the offense was supposed to be the greatest thing on planet Earth. And I actually share a 50-50 blame here when it comes to the offense. Whatever the hell Dak Prescott and Kellen Moore are doing together, they need to cut it out because it's turning into – Oh, Dak needs to throw it forty times a game. We all of a sudden need to show that he's worth seventy-five million dollars. Which the issue I'm having with Dak is he is stats and everything. He's looked yeah, so ever since the injury. But Matt, the real issue I have is why is he not able to read defenses all of a sudden?
0: Yeah, well, that that throw against that pick to Holcomb was bad Cause like you can like they because they switched to the spider camera. And you can see him standing in front of the crossing route. You can still
1: see him there. From his point of view, going diagonal, you are still able to see him. That doesn't make sense that you think that was a smart decision. But even you've seen it before where I have such an issue with Dak because of some of the throws he makes to Gallup, for example. They're some of the best throws I've ever seen down that sideline.
0: And but Gallup actually caught the ball last week. I couldn't believe it
1: but then you're throwing in a double, quadruple coverage whenever CD, and it's just you're making such bad decisions where it's costing the team and the offense is supposed to be so dominant that I've never been so disappointed because I don't have faith in them whatsoever.
0: Yeah. uh, So are you expecting them to be a first-round playoff exit then?
1: Right now. How do you think this ends for Dallas? I'll put it this way. If I'm going up against the L.A. Rams, I, just I don't think Los
0: Angeles over them.
1: Yeah. I don't think that Micah is enough because until Dak Prescott and this offense can show me something consistent, I can't believe in them. And a Tony Pollard is still out now where I'm relying on Zeke. Where talk about Saquon here. Zeke has been banged up. You can tell on the sideline, yeah. Zeke just doesn't look right. He's limping on the sideline. Why is he still in the damn game? Yeah,
0: I just, I'm sure they could call anybody up, too.
1: Exa- and it's
0: call Marion Bar- Barber up. I bet he can get some carries.
1: It, and that's what I don't understand is just the thought process where, once again, I'm going to coaching. But a lot of the things, when especially when it comes to Dak, I just think that Dak needs to be settled down, where instead of Kellen Moore, is just going, push, 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 push. Yeah.
0: Ah. Well, yeah. and I think also, too, it's just like playing situational football. Like when you're up against Washington, they have Kyle Allen on the other sideline. You're up by two scores. Just don't make mistakes. Just
1: don't make mistakes. You could wheel
0: it out and pl- and just punt and be better off, you know, than making a dumb mistake like that too. Um, but yeah, they're kind of they're they're just a weird team and they do this every year and it's just Dallas Cowboys football. I think my favorite thing offensively they did aside from Michael Gallup catch- finally catching passes down the sideline was I love those C.D. Lamb at running back toss plays.
1: Well, thank God. Those are going to happen so much more if Pollard's not able to go because the only one that we have is in Clemens. Clemens, sure. whatever. Yeah, whatever his last name is. Well, it's the Philadelphia. It's the, uh, their old running oh, back. Corey Clemens. Yeah, that's who it is. So, I mean...
0: No he, small one at all?
1: No, no small one, not yet. He's going to probably come up the moment they figure out Zeke has something torn in his knee. All I know is that contract better be restructured. I'm done with that man.
0: Yeah. And him and
1: Gur- Will ensure that running backs will never get a contract ever again in their life.
0: What about Todd Gurley? I'm sure that the Cowboys could sign Todd Gurley. Well,
1: that's what I mean. You've got Gurley and Zeke will make sure because Gurley's the one that got the contract the same year as him. Yeah.
0: I'm just imagining Todd Gurley like Ben Stiller at the end of Dodgeball, just watching the watching the football playoffs.
1: That's that's Minshew, baby.
0: No, it's not. I'm but I'm saying like. I'm imagining Todd Gurley as Todd Gurley, but that overweight. Um, this is a bad game. I'm gonna go Dallas winning 30-17 over the Giants. The Giants are bad. Like I can't really say anything. Their offense is so bad with Glennon.
1: Man, yeah, but it's ten and a half.
0: Yeah. On the road. Did you have you watched Kenny Galladay at all this year?
1: So a he can't catch bit.
0: the football in these contested yeah. catches anymore.
1: Yeah, but the problem is, too, he's been injured throughout the entire season. Yeah, I know. But these past few games, to your point, ever since, uh, what's-his-face, Lefty's coach, whatever. Jason boring, Garrett. Whatever. I try to ignore whatever name that is. It's like Voldemort to me. It's he, I don't say his name. But
0: How long was he in Dallas for? 12 years as the head coach?
1: No, I think it was nine. I think it was nine. <laughs> I think it was either nine or ten. Yeah, dude, you want to talk about some pain?
0: Oh, man.
1: I'm so glad that that pain makes you laugh and smile. I just.
0: God. I, uh, yeah, Nine I, years of your life watching a Jason Garrett coach football team.
1: Isn't it great? Gosh. And by the way, he was the highest paid assistant coach when it was Wade Phillips and he was getting paid like $5 million a year. That's oh. what he's trying to turn Kellen Moore into, by the way. But the problem is, Kellen Moore is not good. He's
0: not good. He, like, I think the thing same thing. They call him more, like, he calls some really great plays, but it's just hard for him to, like, to have, like, a really consistent offense, like, game plan, like, throughout the entirety of it, you know. I think his problem is making adjustments. I think he has good, good plays that he designs. Um, some really great play designs, but I think he just has problems, like, attacking a, a team's weaknesses um, as well, too. So I'm going thirty seven. But my point about Kenny Galladay, though, is that he's not making any of those contested catches anymore. It's like oh. that's what your role is. You're six four. You gotta jump over these guys and bring the ball down, like Mike, like Mike Evans does. You know, and he hasn't done that at all with the Giants this year after his big contract.
1: That's what I was gonna tell you about him. But now, ever since Judge left and uh, Coach Judge Boring, is there. Oh, well, I thought Judge was fired. Yeah, no, he's
0: still there. They fired Garrett. Judge is still there with his red arm braces.
1: Wait, wait. So they blame Garrett more than Judge? Yes. Why?
0: It's Garrett's fault. Joe Judge just stands on the sideline with his badge and his gun, wearing his red armbands, and is just angry the whole time.
1: All right. So I was, what? I – Hold on, let me face. So what I was gonna say about Galladay is that now they are forcing the ball to him. So it's like been the first time in three weeks where they're trying to force like eight to ten targets to him each time. But to your point, he's not catching anything. It's like yeah. Three.
0: He's yeah. He's not catching the passes that he usually, he's supposed to catch. You know, and uh. Remember Evan Ingram?
1: Uh, yeah, the guy. Some who does not- some teams
0: gonna sign him next year, and the whole fan base to get so excited about having Evan Ingram there. And he's probably gonna be bad again. He's had one good year in his whole career.
1: I feel like that's that's a type of tight end. It's like an Eric Ebron type thing for me, where it seems like, or it's I don't know. There's a lot of tight ends. He's that like J- th- he's
0: like Jimmy Graham, but crappier, but uh, just it, crappy some tight ends have
1: that type of mystique where people always look forward to them and they always let you down.
0: Yeah, I mean, Ebron at least had one good year, you know. And I think I think Ingram's had one good year also. But, yeah, I mean, he doesn't like to block. He doesn't like to catch at all. But guess what? Every summer, though, it's Eric Ebron. Or, I mean, it's uh, it's Evan Ingram watch. He looks great in practice. He's in the best shape of his life. I was there at, Dr- at drills. Ingram was crushing in one-on-ones. Sure. Great. Who cares? He's going to have 400 yards this year and two touchdowns. So what's your pick for this game?
1: This one's a hard one. I just, I hate this offense. And you know what? I'm willing to jinx it. You said 10 and a half?
0: Yeah.
1: I'm willing to jinx him. I got New York Giants 30. I
0: got a Dallas Cowboys 20. Jesus.
1: Why? I'm willing to jinx him. No matter what, I'm picking the win here.
0: You still owe me dinner from last week, too. We well, you
1: know did from last week?
0: Or from last year.
1: That's fine. Oh, if anything, I'll buy you a dessert at the restaurant.
0: No, no, no. Uh, so you have Dallas or the Giants
1: 30-20? I have the, oh, Dallas. I'm sorry. Okay, I think okay. I said there. Yeah, reverse it.
0: Gotcha. So the next thing we have here for the Saturday Night Football, we have New England, Indianapolis. The culture at home. They're two and a half point, two and a half point favorites. Um, I have two numbers for you that make me very upset. So, you know how this is a quarterback league. This is a passing league. It's all about your quarterback. Yep. In, in wins this year, Mac Jones is averaging 201 passing yards a game. In losses, 263 passing yards a game. Carson Wentz, in wins this year, he's averaging 188 passing yards a game. And in losses, 271. Let me repeat that again. In wins, Carson Wentz is averaging 188 yards passing a game. The whole point of the Colts is to make sure that Carson Wentz has 150 passing yards. He sucks. Carson Wentz sucks. And I'm tired of hearing this. The Colts may have found their quarterback in Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz really isn't that bad. Watch football. Carson Wentz is atrocious. He gets away at five bad mistakes a game, he's just throwing crossing routes, he scrambles occasionally. They can't throw the ball downfield at all. They're just the tight ends, except Jonathan Taylor is healthy, whereas the tight ends have Derek and Henry hurt right now.
1: Okay. I understand what you're saying right now all the way around. But my, my thing on the Carson Wentz, don't you think that Carson Wentz knows that he's not the best type of quarterback? So if he no, has No, a... I don't
0: think so at all. Hold on,
1: let me finish. So if he has a running back, it makes him feel more at ease where it's like the anxiety is then lifted. Because this is my other point to it. I don't think Carson Wentz is the guy that's then going to try to throw it and chunk it downfield like a Phillip Rivers is. I don't think he's going to be getting impatient. In fact... Have you I watched
0: think- him this year? He loves doing that. He loves getting impatient and just closing but, his eyes and throwing it down the field. And then he gets my- bailed out by de- by defensive pass interference penalties.
1: But my point, too, is I think he loves being able to hand it off to a guy. No. Or I think he does. No, no,
0: no, no. This idea Carson Wentz is some team first quarterback makes me sick.
1: You know why I'm saying this? Because how I'm looking at him is that he is a
0: slightly worse
1: Kirk Cousins. No, and that's
0: all Kirk Cousins is incredible.
1: Oh, my God. See, look at this. Look at this word choice. Like, today.
0: Carson Carson Wentz is, like, a slightly better Jimmy Garoppolo.
1: That's not good. I know,
0: because Carson Wentz is not good.
1: That's no, that's no. Carson
0: I'm, Wentz isn't good.
1: He's mediocre. No,
0: he's not even mediocre.
1: I'd give him 16th, 17th best quarterback.
0: I would give him 22nd.
1: Oh, come on. We're going to have to do a list. All right, there's no way in hell.
0: Yeah. I just... He's, he's been bailed out by dropped interceptions, Jonathan Taylor, throwing wide open crossing routes, and drawing a ton of defensive pass interference penalties.
1: So, my other side to you, though, is who, who would you rather have then? Would you rather have Mac Jones or would you rather have Carson Wentz?
0: Mac Jones.
1: You're out of your mind. Why? Mac Jones, you haven't even been able to see. I'll put it this way, Matt. Whenever he does throw the ball down the field, it may be the worst thing I've ever seen in my
0: life. He can it's throw a- the ball down the middle of the field well deep. But he has some problems throwing and he like he hits on the sideline occasionally. Yeah, but also do- the difference here is Mac Jones is twenty three years old and Carson Wentz is twenty nine and he's an ogre and he's not good and they trade a second round pick for him. <laughs>
1: what did
0: he, do to you? he sucks and the Colts suck. I saw this picture on the internet the other day. I'm trying to think of a way I can make this into a post without being mean, too mean about it. But it's it's subway it's subway it's subway pedophile Jared before he ate all the sandwiches, and he's wearing an Indianapolis Colts sweatshirt. And he weighs like 450 pounds, and the idea of the of the tweet though is uh, all caps Andrew Luck quit on our team. But I don't know how to make it like... It's not supposed to be like a big person joke at all. It's supposed to be an Indianapolis Colts pedophile joke, you know?
1: Matt, I don't... I don't... I just... You know... Um,
0: Look, name... Okay, name a Texans fan I'm, who's a pedophile. Name a famous pedophile who's a Texans fan. What do
1: are- I don't wanna name famous pedophile.
0: Name a no. name a famous pedophile as a Cowboys fan. No, no fan name well I guess Robert Kraft maybe. We don't know how young those those women oh. were at the massage parlor for Robert Kraft. Maybe he is.
1: Oh my god. Alright. Subway Jared
0: Colts fan, sandwich sandwich eater, weight loser, pedophile.
1: You know, you could probably put something like the Michael Jackson thing, like, can I have that sandwich?
0: No, I want to make it all caps Andrew Luck quit on our team, but I don't know how to make it a little bit more subservient than that, you know?
1: Andrew, okay. Andrew Luck forgot to put the bologna or no, ham? No, I think I was
0: going to put in brackets saying, after only eating six inches of my 12-inch meatball marinara, oh. all caps, Andrew Luck put quit on, quit on our team.
1: No, actually, you had it right. You should say Andrew Luck can only make it six inches.
0: No, t- no, no, go- no. But no, uh, but I, yeah. want, I want to make – no, I, I think I got it. I think I know what I'm going to do. It's not about him. It's about him because that's what you see right. all the time in Colts Twitter when they talk about the Colts. They love to talk about how Andrew why do you even mention Andrew Luck? He quit on us. They all say that.
1: Hey, Matt, Matt, I'm just going to say this because I love you. I wouldn't make that tweet. All right. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. If not, hey, yeah, you got that burner account, right? Put it on that burner account.
0: No, I'm going to do it Sorry, night.
1: Oh my God.
0: I have one friend who will enjoy it.
1: Well, that's good. At least it's one. Send it to me.
0: I will. Um. Uh, so also, so the thing about this game too, not only teams can pass the ball very well, but they can both run the ball. Well, The Colts have the best run offense in some football. They're the Tennessee Titans this year where Jonathan Taylor is the MVP candidate running back. The Colts are first NFL in NFL and run offense DVA at 12.2%. Their pass offense um, is you know, middle of the pack right now. And then if you look here at the Patriots have a really good run defense this year. Some of the Colts have a really good run defense. So it's like you have two teams that don't want to throw the football, but the Patriots have a better run defense than the Colts. And you have two teams that can stop the run and want to run the football and are pretty good at it. Uh, which team do you think has the advantage in this game?
1: For me, I just think I I just think that the Colts have a slight advantage here, and that's just because I think overall I like their secondary more against Mac Jones. Where for the Indianapolis Colts, I just feel like the New England Patriots defense has to be able to play perfect. Where the Indianapolis Colts just has to be able to make a play or two. If they get 14 points, then it's pretty much game over because Mac Jones is not going to be able to come back. What about
0: Carson Wentz? He's not going to be able to come back.
1: But, it's but the same the point,
0: thing. They're about the on, same level of quarterback this year.
1: But Matt, the point is, is that New England's never going to blow you out at the start here. It's never going to, they're going to get so fast ahead of you that you can't catch up. That's, That's never going to be the case with New England. Indianapolis could be that if. You they somehow break off a play, and I mean more than anybody, not wins. I'm talking about Jonathan Taylor breaking off a play,
0: like what what they did against Buffalo.
1: Yeah, exactly. Where you're just immediately hitting them in the mouth, where then Mac Jones is panicking because Mac Jones is gonna panic in the playoffs. <sighs> yeah, but they knows. they
0: but they I mean they pass protect well though. Um, you don't really have to worry about the Colts edge rushers at all. They have the the Patriots have a great interior offensive line, and the Colts play a lot of cover seven. They're a smart offense. They're a smart team. They're able to attack holes in zone coverage pretty well. Like, are you worried about Rakia Are you worried about Xavier Rhodes? Their deep middle safety right now is Anderson Sendejo, and Corey yeah. Willis.
1: I believe in Sendejo.
0: He went to Smithson Valley, and he, his hair is dyed blonde.
1: By the way, how old is he? Is he 33? He's like 33, something like that. Okay, yeah. I was like, man, he seems old these days. I can't believe Sineo's still playing.
0: Yeah, he was like insane playing for the Vikings, you know, four years ago. I'm going but Patriots. I don't really have anything else to say except I hate the Colts. I think the Patriots are a better football kay. team. I think the Patriots should be the one seeded all this year, but it may very well happen. Like I'm going New England 40, the Colts 24.
1: Oh, my God. 40 points? You're out of your damn mind. Look at you. This is the bias. The Colts just suck. I'm telling
0: you, the Colts whole... suck.
1: You need to relax.
0: The Colts suck. I I hate, a... I'm hate. i so tired of this. Davis Mills may not suck. He sucks. Carson Wentz doesn't suck. He sucks. The Colts don't suck. They suck. The Steelers yeah, they... don't suck. They suck.
1: You have issues with the Colts, all right? I'm going to probably buy all Colts gear now just so I can just Mike, you crazy when it comes to being around me even more. I love it. I'm just gonna wear Carson Winch jerseys all the time. white, blue, blue, and
0: white. The most boring color scheme in football, too,
1: yeah, it's not like that cowboy blue am I right? I, not like, even. I like
0: my favorite part of the cowboys jerseys are the silver pants and their butt sweat. They have those big old wet wet sweat parts in their butt. You're just like, like urban Mo- laugh every time.
1: Am I right?
0: Yeah. I'll, I won't disagree with that.
1: No. No. Okay. I'm well, i love a little
0: up. crack sweat. All right. I'm out of that here. That means you're working hard.
1: I have the Colts 35. I have the Patriots 20.
0: Do you want to bet this game?
1: Yeah. What do you want? Straight up. No, 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 no. I want, straight up, I want you to pay for all of my drinks at dinner next Thursday. No.
0: That's like, give me $70.
1: Why? Are you afraid you're going to
0: lose? No, I'm not doing that. I have a son to feed. I'll bet you dessert next week, or I'll bet you $20. You
1: know what? I'll do the 20 bucks. All right. I'm not a dessert guy. You know? I I mean,
0: if I went, I would just give it to the lady.
1: That's what I would be doing, too. And that's why, you know what? No. Okay, this is my bet. My uh, wife's
0: No, I'm not betting drinks because then you're gonna spend seventy dollars on these these apple berry, blackberry martini eggnog whatever they have over there.
1: Well, yeah, I gotta try all of the drinks they have on the menu. That's the point. They're like, of the
0: they're like fifteen dollars each.
1: Yeah, it's because they put like five shots in them. That's all I want in life.
0: All right, so the last game we have here is Seattle, Los Angeles. This was your game. Why'd you want to talk about this game?
1: My main point of talking about this game is, do you believe in the Rams? Do you honestly believe that they are a dominant team? I I mean, again, they were able to pull out the win against Arizona, but it's more like Arizona needed to catch fire. I really wanted to talk about the Rams more than anything. It's just confusing to me because Matthew Stafford has been a flip of the coin where I don't know if I'm trusting the guy or not, and – it's also having to trust Odell, where all of a sudden Odell is just wanting to be on camera. He keeps trying to do every type of antic he can to make himself on the camera. Yeah. I just, I don't know when it comes to the Rams. And it's the same thing on the AFC. They're not the team that I thought they would be. I would fear them for Dallas because I hate my offense more than theirs. Just so many weapons, so, many, so much money tied up, and yet I don't believe Compared to Tampa and compared to Green Bay.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, the thing about it's like, I think Los Angeles would beat Tampa, but they wouldn't beat Green Bay at all.
1: I disagree with you. But It's just because and,
0: Tampa blitzes a lot and they have problems getting burned by deep passes.
1: My only reason why I just think, no, no, my point to you, Matt, is more, I just think that it would get in his head with Stafford. I, I mean, they did didn't when
0: they played earlier this year. They like Stafford's made some incredible throws against, against in pressure yeah. in that game against Arizona against the Blitz. He's made some yeah. outlandish throws. I mean, really, like with them, it's like can you make can you ensure they don't hit you with three or four deep posts? Like if they get you in a cover one or cover three, or even if if you play cover two, just make sure you don't get your safety split and you get hit, beat by a couple of deep passes. Like if you control their deep passing game then it's like, is Cooper Cup going to have 15 first downs? Well, that's well, what you're worried about.
1: Well, that's what I would say is that if you shut down Cooper Cup, I just don't think Odell's the one that's going to be able to carry them.
0: He's been, I mean, like, but it's Van Jefferson's the one who scares you, though, if you develop yeah, attention at Cup, because he, he catches what? like one yard touchdown pass a game when they play well.
1: Yeah, but he only, ca- again, I, I get what you're saying about Van Jefferson. It's just he only catches about three passes a game out of eight Yeah, he's hard. like Jalen Guyton. And he always makes a mistake too, where he doesn't know where to line up, or he doesn't know how to catch the pass because he shouldn't have had that popcorn.
0: Yeah, That's... he catches it pretty well I... though.
1: Oh God, I, I like their really, screen I'm game.
0: Not... I think I mean Daryl Henderson is a lot better than Sony Michelle. Um, defensively, uh, you can beat them defensively. I think more than like what they're given credit for, because you can just run them out too high, and then if you run them out too high, then you're able to take some shots deep because they have like they have fine safety play. But you're able to kind of pick on their like extra corners and stuff if you can run them out too high.
1: My other so like Tony to Pollard
0: you... could beat the Rams. Elliott couldn't beat the Rams, but Pollard could.
1: Okay, actually, I agree with that. The problem is, I just think that if and I had that's, have that's Elliott... why
0: Green Bay kills them because Green Bay runs the ball well. They run a super balanced attack, and they run them out too high, and they get them playing man coverage and blitzing, and that's when they hit them deep, and they Devonte Adams, you know, crushes them, you know.
1: I just don't think that LA Rams were that type of dominant team where after watching Arizona, for example, I just think Arizona didn't able to they were not able to make the plays that they should well, they have.
0: They had two turnovers that killed them. Yeah, They had the the pick that was the worst pick of last week was that Murray interception in the flat and then Aaron Donald tipped a pass in the line of scrimmage and Ernest Jones picked him off behind that. Um and, yet they you know, still like get, and they had they still had a chance, you know. And they lost DeAndre Hopkins, and he dropped a ton of passes. He's out for the year now, too, for Arizona. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I think the NFC is all about matchups, though. Like I still think it's Tampa loses to Los Angeles, Tampa beats Green Bay, Green Bay beats Los Angeles, and the Cowboys, I guess, are the wild card in that.
1: I don't, I don't, I don't know what you are talking about. Cowboys are going to be gone in the first round. I don't know what you're talking about at all.
0: Then the wild card.
1: Home playoff game loss. They could
0: beat Woo! any one of those teams, but they would they could lose to each one of those teams.
1: Yeah, in a heartbeat. I would give anything though to beat Aaron Rodgers. I would give anything. I love any- him.
0: I love Aaron this year.
1: Oh my god. No. I love why it. why do I even talk to you? Why are we even friends? I just I don't even know what I'm supposed to even be doing. You're talking about Jared. You're talking about you and Aaron Rodgers touching each other. I'm just tired of this. I don't want to do this.
0: Seriously. I love it. I love it. He's such a he's, he like he's a complete dick. He's accepted his shadow. He knows he's a dick. He's just be, he just is a dick. And I still think like his killer press conference was one of the funniest things this year. Like he hit yeah, he hit, he hit every outraged Twitter bullet point. He's like, these are the 12 things that are going to make people angry. I'm going to say all 12 of them. I'm going to say Joe Rogan. I'm going to say ivermectin. He's, I'm going a- to say I did my own research. I'm going to say it's not that big of a deal. I'm going to say I'm immunized, but I'm not vaccinated. You're I'm going to say guy. I'm allergic to mRNA. It was hilarious. Like I don't, even think, I don't think he meant what he said. I think he just wanted to say the exact things to make people angry. Because that's Aaron Rodgers now.
1: I don't ever want to talk to you again. Because Aaron Rodgers is what Hollywood actors are, where they just are in a delusional bubble where everything he said, he actually thought he was going to get away with and that nobody would find out. You he are trying they,
0: to. They say- did get away with it, though. How many, how many games did he miss?
1: Stop, stop, stop. You are trying. To say he is a mastermind where he was trying to no, get back no,
0: a- no. I'm not saying he's a mastermind he's on the
1: list no, he deserves zero credit. he is a liar he is not anybody should like, and it has nothing to do with vaccination not he lied he stood by nothing he stood by nothing yeah I know'm i
0: sa- yeah I not credits. disagreeing with it, that he's
1: asshole. no he has nothing he stood by nothing he is a
0: liar. I'm saying I I'm not disagreeing with that at all. He lied about his vaccination. He did all that, but what I'm saying though, it's like his press is like press conference afterwards. Going to the McAfee show, of all the places to go on to be able to, you know, say what he wanted to say. He just hit every outrage bullet point, and like he just he's a dick. He's like he owned up to it, and uh, he said everything he could say to make the most people mad at him.
1: Did you see it? Pat McAfee's show got signed
0: to? Yeah, I saw like the sports book or whatever.
1: Yeah, it was like 190 mil or something. That's insane. Yeah, where's our contract, Matt?
0: Where is it? I'm sure we can get some taco place down the street to sponsor us.
1: You know why we don't have that? It's because you haven't kissed Aaron Rodgers' butt enough. No, I have to
0: kiss his toes.
1: Maybe you should ask him a little closer to the holster.
0: Did you see him put his foot on the camera? No! You didn't see his COVID toe?
1: I don't want to see him. I'm him. I mean, he's been
0: awesome, and he's made like probably the 12 best throws I've seen this year have been from Aaron Rodgers, and uh, I'm excited to see him in the postseason. So do you think this is it for Russell Wilson in Seattle? Do you think he's going to be traded after this year?
1: That was actually my other point of talking about this matchup. Matt, yeah, you would think he has to, right?
0: You would think He was good it, last week.
1: But it's not even, oh, he's good. No, no, no. I'm only saying, if you're Seattle, wouldn't you want to start over now?
0: I think I would fire Pete Carroll and start over. Yeah. I would keep, Will, I would keep Russell, though.
1: I don't even know if I would keep Russell, considering everything was designed around him. I think, depending on, because he still has value to All what right, we're talking about. So
0: what about. if you traded Russell Wilson for two first-round draft picks and something else, and then you went to the Houston Texans and were like, we'll give you two first-round draft picks, We'll give you three first-round draft picks, two second-round draft picks, and we'll trade for Deshaun Watson.
1: Yeah, man. I, I think I
0: think it's a possibility out there. Seattle yeah, so likes I mean, to do like big, bold, you know, wonky things. You know,
1: what would Denver be able to give up? What would they, they be able to give? have all their up? picks. So, but they're dude. gonna keep
0: Bridgewater though.
1: But no, 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 no. Stop it. You would do anything for Russell Wilson if you're the Denver Broncos, which is my point. I would be giving I, up wide. Quite-
0: I, I think he'll probably. I think Bridgewater, the Giants don't trade for Deshaun Bridgewater. Will probably go to the Giants for a year, and then Aaron Rodgers will go to Denver.
1: Oh no!
0: Rodgers it- is going to go to Denver.
1: That the problem with Aaron Rodgers, and this is what the NFL, this is what you, this is what the Green Bay Packers have proven, he can say and do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah. Okay.
0: He's 37. He's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time.
1: Oh, yeah. With how many Super Bowls? Singo. Oh, oh, that's, that's interesting. Uh, how many Super Bowls did Brett Favre win? One. Huh. Interesting on that stat. How many uh,
0: Super Bowls did Brett Favre go to?
1: Oh, is that a sign? Is that something that's okay now? Two. How many NFC championships has Aaron Rodgers lost? I
0: think, th- I think three. three. I think three. Yes, yeah, yeah. one
1: for three. How many times has he had home playoff games now and lost all of his I think time? the worst
0: one that the Packers lost was that one at home in the snow to Eli Manning when the Giants in yes. the Super Bowl that year. Yes. That'd be a fun that's game I- to go back and watch.
1: Aaron Rodgers is now what you think he is out of the regular season. He's no better I, than Pete.
0: No, I mean I think he is. I think it's just also I think it's just kind of the Packers as a team, like it's not just the quarterback. So for this game, again, like I think as long as the Packers don't have to play the Bucks, they'll go to the Super Bowl this year. If they have to play the Bucks, they're not gonna go to the Super Bowl. I think the Bucs are the only team that can beat them. So I'm gonna go Los Angeles. 27,
1: Seattle 19. All right. What's the point spread?
0: Four and a half.
1: I'm going to go Seattle here. I'm going to go LA Rams 27, Seattle 24.
0: All right. So they, So they. okay.
1: Yeah. You said three and a half, right?
0: Yeah. Four and a half.
1: Four and a half. Yeah, baby!
0: The Seahawks aren't out of the postseason yet also.
1: I know. That's why I think they would still be fighting. Russell Wilson would have to perform some magic, a.k.a. he has done before.
0: Yeah, it was one of the funny things about last weekend was the Texans have a top-10 pass defense by DVOA, and Texans fans hated DVOA because it said the Texans' offense wasn't good during the entirety of the Bill O'Brien era. But all of a sudden, because Levy Smith has a top-10 pass, even was like, DVOA is good? I love DVOA. <laughs> it's a great <laughs> stat. Uh, so my set pick of the week, I'm going to go Atlanta plus nine against San Francisco. Not because I think Atlanta's good, but I don't think San Francisco's 10 points on anybody good.
1: Hey, man, I'm going with the Carolina Panthers. I just think a 10.5-point spread is just something that they're able to cover.
0: Maybe. I'm going to do it. And I, think gonna... Mitch, I think Mitch Trubisky could beat them by 10 points.
1: No way. I just I think Kim that they're sucks. able to. why are you such a hater and it's because the bills have looked so bad i don't know what team i'm watching and also i gotta ask for the podcast who has been the best quarterback matt patrick mahomes Allen, or dak who are you taking taking Allen. oh god i don't know if i'm doing that in fact i still think i would take p mahomes out of all three
0: what's the score of the game tonight
1: uh, score of the game right now. It's tied 21-21. We got seven minutes left. That's when this podcast has been performed. And I hope you enjoyed.
0: Uh my lock for the for the week. I'm going Green Bay plus four and a half against Baltimore.
1: Well, it's Arizona against Detroit.
0: Thirteen and a half.
1: That's my lock.
0: All right.
1: I'm going Arizona over Detroit there.
0: So we've been talking for a long time. We miss each other. You know, it's been a, a long, everlasting lover's embrace. To recap, cool. Houston, Jacksonville, Jaguars, three-point favorites at home. I have Jacksonville 24-17. You have Jacksonville 26-22. I just like saying Jacksonville. It's a fun thing did. to say. Jacksonville.
1: Matt, Matt, can I just say this? If I've done this podcast with you and I have not been able to go to the pool in Jacksonville, Jacksonville that's all I want to do in life with you is to go to that pool. I wish we could go
0: this weekend. If I didn't have a baby, I'd say, let's go this weekend.
1: Let's top in the anything. car
0: right now and drive and go.
1: Man, I'll sell comics. Let's go to that pool.
0: I got the baby. I can't. Uh, yes,
1: bring binge. We'll bring him. We'll all become Jaguars. Three years.
0: Three years we'll go.
1: Come on, boys trip.
0: Three years we'll go. Uh, Dallas Giants. Giants are 10.5-point underdogs at home. I got Dallas 30-17. You have Dallas 30-20. New England, Indy, Indy 2.5-point favorites at home. I have New England, 40-24. You have Indy, 35-20. Seattle, Los Angeles, the Rams are 4.5-point favorites at home. I have LA, 27-19. You have LA, twenty four 27-24. And then my upset of the week is Atlanta, plus 9. Yours is Carolina, plus 10.5. My lock is Green Bay, plus 4.5. And your lock is Arizona plus 13 and a half. Um, and I'm 37, 29. You're 35 and 21.
1: It's way too close this year. And the fact that we have actually have a pretty solid winning record just shows you how far we've come. Just going to throw that out there. There's been some hell of progress.
0: I'm typically like eight to 11 games over.
1: Oh okay. Let's just brag and make up crap on the podcast cause nobody has made it this far in the hour and a half. You're such a liar.
0: no, I'm not lying well I'm you still- fine. you still owe me one dinner and how hope you beat me this year finally
1: i I do i man, but I will say this has been my best
0: yeah you've done we've both done I think fairly well. uh, we've been going like three and two every week, you know.
1: I know the problem is you keep trying to pick the same thing as me because you're a cheater and you're trying to I match. I do all my I'm,
0: picks ahead of time.
1: Well, that's why I've been trying. If you notice, you pick first this time and there's been a lot of different things going on. That's mm-hmm. good.
0: That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you unplug your Smallville podcast before we end tonight.
1: Oh, hell yeah. If you made it this far, everybody needs to watch some Smallville. Look up Somebody Save Me podcast done by two nerds. I'm one of the hosts. I hate to say it, but you have to watch Smallville because then you'll love it even more as you listen, you watch.
0: Beautiful. I love it. Um, so until next time, I'm Matt Weston. Thank you so much, Taylor. I missed you so much for listening, for being on the show tonight. And thank you for my listening out there. I'm Matt Weston. and Thank you for listening to Bowery Radio.
1: I can never eat Subway again.